0: hello and welcome to soul self where we talk all things energy consciousness trauma healing mindset manifesting and more prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment living your purpose having juicy relationships and lush abundance to stay up to date join my newsletter at bloomshucky.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings pussy 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 how does that word make you feel? Are you turned on, intrigued, irritated, disgusted as fuck? Whatever it is, your feelings are valid. And I just want to get that done and out of the way at the beginning. So you're not realizing halfway through this episode of like, ah, this bitch just isn't for me. And if you're listening to my episode for the first time, My apologies, usually I give a full disclaimer, but if you're triggered, then that's a deeper invitation and an awakening that is being ignited within you for your healing journey. So welcome, if you decide to say. (laughs) So with the recent events of everything that's been going on, every woman's, majority of women's, warrior archetype has been summoned. And... I think a really good place to start is with the word pussy. Okay. This is the word that I'm going to be using moving forward to refer to your yoni, your coochie, your cookie, your cat, the wet, wet, good, good womb, vagina. (laughs) Okay. And maybe your pussy has a name, but I'm going to use the word pussy because the word pussy has a lot of power. Pussy power is a real thing. We are walking portals, ladies. And it is so important for you to realize this. And I don't care if you are gay, straight, transgender, you are fucking welcome here. And even if you have transitioned, like, you still have that power. Men have a womb too. But it's not something that is, like, a need for them to connect with. Because men run on a 24-hour Infradian system, which means that every twenty four hours a man secretes the same hormones. A man can have the same damn dinner every single night, and he will be the happiest motherfucker in the world. Us women, we are multifaceted beings. We need variety, baby. And our infradian system is a lot longer. It's a twenty eight day cycle, and that's if you have a normal regulated period. That's not on birth control, because birth control actually induces those hormones and it's a fake period so that's not even a real thing but I'm actually going to be talking about all this and then some in my upcoming class on natural birth control where I'm teaching you fertility awareness method and exactly how it works and this is powerful and different because for years I struggled and I mean literally years like it wasn't up until like three four years ago that I was able to regulate my cycle and I've been to all the specialists, like holistic healing, like even energetic workers, you know, to figure this shit out. Um, and I finally cracked the code and I get it. Um, so I'm going to be teaching all about natural birth control and what to do in the event that you do get pregnant. And I really hope that you utilize this episode as a resource and share it with other women, because there's women that need to hear this. There's women who will unfortunately have to choose life and death, you know, put their body at risk or just take charge and control and be like, no, it's my body, my rights of like, I'm going to take full radical responsibility. So back to the word pussy. It's a bad word, right? And it's irreverent. <laughs> it's very unladylike. It's shocking. But the use of the word pussy is not for vulgarity, okay? Okay. Words that we've been taught are bad, naughty, or nasty are usually the words that actually carry tremendous power. You know, whether it's positive or negative, that's for you to decide, but it captures your attention, right? And it's important to tune into how you feel about the word. You know, so-called foul language does something to our brains that make us perk up. When it comes out of our mouth, it's usually very um, emphatic. It makes a point clear, leaving no doubt. You know, and using the word pussy isn't just to describe the entire physical vulvovaginal area, which includes the pubic mound, labia, clitoris, urethra, and vagina, but to include the space within yourself, from where manifestations are conjured and birthed and I'm going to try my best to refrain from using the term womb simply because one not everyone has it and two it has connotation of the physical birth of a child which is not what I want to be discussing here right now so that's one thing <laughs> and I know that The word pussy is arguably the most powerful pejorative word in the English language. You know, it's a smack to a a woman's dignity when it's used with intention to hurt, humiliate and fracture her humanity. But pussy is the lowest of the lows for men as well, right? There's no quicker way to snip a man's balls than to call him one and no clearer way to warn him that his reputation is in dire straits. Right? A I man, if you call them a pussy and me. like, no one calls me a pussy. But you know what? <laughs> I have a problem with this. Because a pussy is a portal. We birth life through it. We birth businesses from it. We bring so much love, care, nourishing, nurturing energy into this fucking world with the power of our pussy, which by the way, the patriarchy, thank religions, right? Has actually, and society has actually fucked up and created a world that doesn't support us and disconnects us from it. So if you're following me and you're listening and you're hearing my voice, congratulations. Give yourself a big hug because I am one of the many women that are leading this work for other women to come into their power. You know, it's interesting. We can learn just as much about a culture from what it's missing as from what it embraces. And one of the greatest pieces of unconscious conditioning that Western culture has is that we don't teach children the name of the source of our feminine power. It's either a private part down there, pee. I don't know, Miss Kitty, the list goes on, right? And those that were taught a more direct word were often, you know, taught to call it a vagina, which is a very clinical term that is also physiologically incorrect. But you know what's worse? That a majority of women were taught to not call it anything. It's pretty interesting, you know, like I've always questioned why women have this limited ability to access their power and voice that nothing they do seems to, you know, be resolving issues in the world. And as I look around the world of women, it's like their light is off. We are turned off, like a light switch. The bulb's in there, but it's not fucking lit up. And it's no wonder. It's because we've all been taught to turn it off and turn it away. You know, turn away from the homeless person begging for change. Turn away from the impact of climate change, you know, that we see can, you know, fucking change with our daily actions turn off from our emotions no one had to teach us to turn off our culture models it louder than words and so many of us were taught to back away from our strong emotions to find them embarrassing and even fucking ridiculous and we were taught to keep a lid on things and anything that's outrageous just turn it off we turn off our fucking life force We turn off our feelings. We turn off our sensuality. And you know what we do? We turn off our power. But it's fucking time to wake the fuck up, activate and harness the feminine power, and live a life that is turned on. When we live in a world that we can't even comprehend, its own fucking bigotry against women and can't step forward to honor or res- you know support the women and the girls who have been devastated what is the resource how do we stand up to an invisible assault that does not want to be made visible tell me i'm really curious to know what other women think you know how does a woman locate a pathway to strengthen remake and mend herself In a world that doesn't even recognize that she's broken, how does she turn on when she has been systematically denied, passed over, and subjugated? Where's the opportunity in this storyline for the fucking victim to become the heroine? How do we as women reconsecrate our holiness after we have been defiled, turned off, and ignored all our motherfucking lives? You know, the solution for this epidemic of powerlessness among women, which neither great success or an education is able to solve, by the way, it's actually simple. It's really simple. It's reconnecting to her pussy. Just as pussy is the source of all human life, pussy is the source of each woman's connection to her own life force, her voice, and her sense of internal power. And when a woman turns on her pussy, she's actually turning on her life force and connecting to her divinity. And baby, I've been there and I've done that. And my life's work is about creating this very pathway for women. That's what I do. The missing pathway out of victimhood and into our radiance. A pathway that doesn't depend on anyone or anything, but rather places the power firmly in a woman's own hands. When she designs and then lives her own destiny, a woman's naturally, you know, set for everything. And our world was created for everything to go wrong for us. But the first step is the most crucial. She has to get right with her own pussy. More than right. She has to turn on the most disparaged, misaligned, and unknown parts of herself. And it is my mission and purpose to reclaim our power, to reclaim pussy, starting with the very fucking word, you know? And I do this in... My healing sessions, my one-on-one sessions. I do this in my courses, all my courses, whether it's money, dating, love, you know, it's all parts of this stuff. It is part of pussy, pussy power, baby. That's what it is. And <laughs> you know, you're going to connect more powerfully than you could ever ever imagine to your deepest intuition your sacred feminine power and i don't care if you want to be like on a stage talking to millions of people or you just want to have a homestead with your beautiful husband and kids you have a voice and that voice needs to be heard You know, I don't care if you're gay, straight, bi, transgender, or otherwise. When I say man and woman, I'm referring to masculine feminine energies. And masculine feminine energies are at work in all individuals, in all relationships, and in the world in general. You know, the majority of us have been taught so much about our masculine energies and very little about our feminine. And <clears throat> this is why the world is where it's at today. It's this challenging imbalance both individually and collectively. So when you're working with me, we rebalance those scales. When you take one of my courses, you're rebalancing those scales, honey. That's what you're doing. And regardless of sexual preference or gender identity, you know, we all have masculine feminine inside of us. Like the feminine force is responsible for desire. The masculine force is responsible for um the production of that desire. The masculine is the rock. The feminine is the wave crashing against the rock. And in same-sex relationships, these roles are often swapped back and forth. You know, they're often swapped in hetero relationships as well. Sometimes a hetero woman will enjoy slipping into her masculine and a hetero man will enjoy inhabiting his feminine. Like, I pay tributes to all different constructs. I really do. Because division itself is the fucking problem. And if people don't understand that, if you don't get that, then I don't know what else to really do and show you and how to explain it. But I'm sure if you're listening up until this point, you fucking get it. Most important thing that being in my field, whether it's through this podcast, whether it's you investing in yourself, working with me, whether it's you purchasing a. you know, products from my apothecary is that you're going to learn how to harness your divinity, your holy femininity, through the positive attention, praise, and reverence of your pussy. You are going to begin to understand the historic perpetuation of shame and negligence of your body. And you're going to reclaim your body through powerful intention and learn how to connect to the universal divine feminine which will help you lead a delicious, juicy life of pleasure. You know, this feminine power is what gives us the confidence and charm to ease our way into everything we desire. It's also the power that allows us to love ourselves, love other women, allow other women to lavish their love upon us. You know, if you're a woman and you say that, you claim that you can't have female friends, you don't trust other women, whatever, this episode's dedicated to you. This power of the pussy allows us to know ourselves intimately so that we can actually share ourselves with another and also know when we should feel like we need to stay away from someone. That's not good for us. This is about letting go of negative energy towards femininity and letting the energy from your true center direct your thoughts and actions. You know, we are sisters, creators, witches, whatever you want to call yourself. And we are literally wired for pleasure. We conceive and give birth through acts that center around pleasure. And we can use the same power Of pleasure to manifest and give birth to whatever we desire. You know, creating, maintaining, and prioritizing our pleasure is a game changer. And it's required to achieve our highest feminine potential. Whether you believe it or not, you deserve pleasure. You're allowed pleasure. And at the end of working with me, all I wish is for people to understand how to curate and cultivate pleasure in every aspect of their lives (laughs) it's all i want that's my deepest desire and you know what else like i think it's important to remember that your divine right to exist in a constant state of pleasure doesn't mean that you're not gonna fucking not be angry and feel other range of emotions you know one of the magical parts of womanhood is the way that we can move through the emotional spectrum at any given moment people out of tune with their true nature you know they're gonna call this fucking crazy when really we're just as natural as the wind water earth fire all of nature's elements present aspects of beauty elegance purity and peace nature's elements also present aspects of chaos fury and coldness and destruction right But we're made of the atoms that make up the earth and the stars. And these emotions are natural. And they feel so damn good. When we get to express them the way that we want. Even in the moments. Where we have to find our way back to pleasure. You know something that's really interesting is that. A lot of women. They come listen to these podcast episodes or work with me for tips and tricks to sex sex magic manifestation and all of that yes i share that but what takes priority over that is making sure that you are on your way to becoming and restoring the woman you need to be in order to engage in healthy sexual experiences manifest for your highest good and understand just how much power you're fucking packing you know this is not to be underestimated did you have a mother an aunt a grandma? That would need to wash dishes and clean the kitchen before she could start cooking. This is something kind of like that. Okay, We need you to clean up and put things back in their proper places. Before we turn on the fire. And start making magic happen. So that's what I do. I help you learn or remember your way around the kitchen so to speak. Before you start making a six course gourmet brunch. Comprende? So... Really, my work is about rethinking womanhood, reorganizing, redefining the way you express and you experience your womanhood through the reclamation of your fucking pussy, the divine portal through which all your manifestations are birthed. You're gonna learn to truly connect with that which you desire. You will learn and develop the tools that you need to create a life around your dreams and passions and... Oh oh my God, like, instead of all the... um, Impositions and obligations of the world. And I know it feels strange. I know it feels strange. Since we have not let our innate and most passionate desires, you know, run the show since we were children, we're kind of out of practice. We're out of practice. And I know some feelings of shame, doubt, and anxiety might creep up. You might feel like you're being irresponsible. And that's okay. But don't beat yourself up over this. These feelings are not your fault. They are not your fault at all they are the fault of the patriarchy capitalism and generally toxic society in which we were taught what it is to be a fucking woman the patriarchy exists because of the immaturity of men and the fragility of the male ego so many women past and present have been taught to dim their light to allow their man to shine while suffering abuse and being made to feel incompetent by being in you know by men inconvenienced and intimidated by feminine brilliance women have globally taken on the sexist and patriarchal values upheld across societies and unlearning these values takes time and practice so be patient be patient and you know when you have these negative feelings coming for you remind yourself of your true nature your divine birthright and your god has given power to get you back on track On the day of abortion being legal illegalized, I put out that I'm going to do a distant womb healing. That's what I felt like God's spirit really wanted me to do. And, you know, I got a couple of interesting really question, questions about like what is womb healing? What, what are the benefits of it? And really what I just fucking talked about, that's it. That's the big picture idea of it. And to actually have the tools and resources and like hold space for you to do it, that you got to pay me for I'm literally sharing with you what it is. But something that I want you to take away from this podcast episode, you know, here's some pressure points, is maybe sit and talk amongst your friends, your sister, mother, or just journal alone on the following questions. Who taught you about what it meant to be a woman? When did you learn it? And how did you make, you know, how did it make you feel about womanhood? In your words, what is feminine? Do you feel feminine? Why or why not? Do you enjoy being a woman? Have you always enjoyed womanhood? And explain, like, write out and don't just be so in your mind when you're writing this stuff. Just let your body, like, just let it go. Let the flow happen. Surrender to what wants to come through on the paper. And lastly, is there a presence of divine femininity in your life, whether through your own personal spiritual practice or in an organized religion? How does this feminine presence or lack thereof influence your ideas of femininity and womanhood? So those questions can be a lot to unpack. I understand that. But give yourself grace. And remember, thousands of years ago when pussies were revered as holy and women were honored as oracles, priestesses, healers, and goddesses, you can imagine the impact that had on girls coming into womanhood in those societies. Women were seen as powerful and essential divine beings to be worshipped. And conversely, once indigenous matriarchal and goddess traditions were criminalized and replaced with patriarchal religion, you can imagine what happens to a girl who's raised to only see the masculine as divine and holy and unworthy, you know, and worthy of worship, while women were presented as being unclean or feeble-minded or whatever it is so it's important to not emasculate men of course right we don't want to do that because an eye for an eye makes the world blind you know what the power of the pussy is not new it's been around for millions of years civilizations all over the world have worshipped pussy you know there's car figurines of women with large breasts and large hips it predates the roman goddess venus It's been found across civilizations. There were literally festivals and ceremonies dedicated to the magic and mysteries of the pussy as symbolism of fertility, you know? And I mean, there's so much classical art and like the pussy is sacred because it brings forth life. Pussy sustained the world as it is the only way to create and produce humans, right? Pussy represents creative power. It's a physical portal to the spiritual world. You know, there's a lot of religions and beliefs where there's goddess like Hinduism, Lakshmi, Saraswati, Madhurga, just to name a few, Eastern philosophies, Kuan Yin, Green Tara, um, African Americans, Yamaya, uh, Oshun, you know? There's so many female creator gods, female deities that are essential to the function and flow of the universe and it represents some of the most natural forces in the world like the ocean and the wind. And there's even this Japanese tale of this goddess who was being abused by her stepbrother. So she went away to a cave and she locked herself up. And it's actually the tale of Maratsu. And I'm probably going to butcher this, but I'm getting the gist of the story right. So she was molested. She ran away to a cave to hide herself. And, you know, the village people and everyone would call her and she wouldn't want to come. And then one day you know, she, Amaratsu, was kind of called out by an elder, and the elder, like, flashed her pussy, and Amaratsu, she was actually the goddess of, I think, sunshine, yeah, it was sunshine, so while she's in her cave, there's no sunshine, okay, and, you know, finally, this elder, she goes to her, she makes her laugh, because she's flashing her pussy, and, um, and then Amaratsu laughs, and then the sun comes up, you know? So these are like mythical tales. They're not fucking tales. They're real. I believe in them, you know, it existed at one point. Like you have to understand the world as it is today. is not fucking real. Like this is the system we've been born into and understand like our parents and grandparents, but yeah. And I also want to note that astrologically America is about to hit their hundred. Well, we've been around for 145 years, right? 4th of July this year. But every 150 years, civilizations are completely reconstructed, which means we've got five fucking years. And that's why everything is falling apart and being dismantled because it doesn't fucking serve a purpose and it's all old. And I mean, prime example, I'm 31, my sister's 16, and she's literally still reading the same books that I read, you know? Um, but Yeah. So I wanted to share that and you know there was no I'm not gonna talk about Ishtar. Um actually when the pandemic started, right, I started doing bloom goddesshood circles. So they were goddess circles that were conducted online so that we could have sisterhood and I would share a goddess, the energy of the month, and it was just a lot of fun, you know? And if you're interested in that, if you're, like, let me get a list of those goddesses that I want to learn about them, like, how to honor them or whatever, uh, um, feel free to message me on Instagram, Bloom Shakti, or email me, bloomshaktihealing at gmail.com, but basically, like, you can purchase one or all or whichever ones that call to you, my favorite, I actually work with all the goddesses that I talked about in the circles, but price is going to be dependent on what you want, so, they all have like different practices in there and stuff too but even like hawaiian like hawaii they have their own goddesses and you know shakti my business name right bloom shakti bloom you know what bloom means like the rise the growing of shakti is feminine energy you know and the original kama sutra which is like the most notable text on sacred sexuality it refers to the yoni or to the vagina as yoni yoni means sacred space And it's a symbol of the divine feminine mysteries. So, yeah. And you know what? There's even like medieval myths tell a story of how Satan was um, stunned and defeated when a woman flashed him her vagina. And this is part of what began the demonization and fear of pussy. Like if pussy could confound Satan himself, it must be evil, right? (laughs) So eventually the patriarchy... High on the thrill of colonization and violence, they couldn't bear to see women yield all this fucking power and get all the praise for just being who they are, while they would have to be praised for their conquest, right? In the simple man's mind, women didn't deserve all the praise because they hadn't done anything special. And soon began the narrative that men are the creators of the universe, and that, you know, people with pussies were weaker, less capable, erratic, unpredictable. Therefore, they could never possibly have such power in all the people who believed such things were fucking ignorant right and they needed to be saved needed to start worshiping men with christianity and this christianity version was the version where any mention of the divine feminine was removed you know um you know that jesus fish you see on the bumper stickers that symbol was originally a pagan is and it was associated with a greek fish goddess um fuck what was her name? Adargardis. that's what it was. When she was so revered in the Roman Empire and Christian authorities that they made sure they included it in their misogynist version of Christianity in order to get people interested and deny any previous any previous feminine meaning. And They also removed all the mention of goddess Asherah, who was worshipped by the Israelites, and she was considered the queen of heaven, and Yahweh's wife. (coughs) So, this was the Christianity that painted women, like Eve, as dangerous, irresponsible, gullible, insubordinate, and in need of male leadership right and interestingly enough snakes have historically been associated with goddesses so now the snake is demonic and the woman is impure and this is just one bible story okay so fuck me unraveling all this shit <laughs> something right something you know, through the Middle Ages, thousands of women were burned as witches by Christian leaders because of their insatiable carnal lust. So really, painting women as evil and preserving male authority through the erasure of the divine feminine was a priority of the fucking ages, and now it's come to change. And it's not about us women being in power only; it's about harmony. It's about balance between the two you know also this thursday june 30th at 11 a.m pacific standard time i'm conducting a class on it's called divinity it's about balancing your masculine feminine energy what it is and i give you the tools and resources and there's going to be a part two to it where i'm talking all about natural birth control so i was gonna have it as a separate thing entirely but i feel like they do go together and it's important to know both, you know. So, yeah, if you're interested in that, it's $111. DM me on Instagram or email me and we can get you the link so you can get in. And it's not going to be available for purchase thereafter. So you need to purchase it before Thursday at 11 a.m. to get access for to show up live or to have the recording to watch later. But it might be a bonus for future programs and stuff that I launch, but it's not going to be available for sale, like, individually. So, yeah, um, really, you know, all this painting the Divine Feminine as being evil, it's led us to find fault and shame with our bodies, ladies. It's to make ourselves smaller in order to serve a man's ego and do everything we can to make our bodies more attractive to men. Never learning that simply having a fucking pussy and relishing that power makes it irresistible. To anyone and everyone that crosses our path. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you have your fucking nails done, your lashes, if you're waxed or not, if you're 120 pounds or whatever the fuck your goal is. It's not what matters, you know? You need to treat yourself like holy ground. We are created to create, to manifest. We're the gatekeepers, the alchemists, divinely designed to turn non physical into physical we are holy sacred spaces in and of ourselves so think about the reverence and care you take with your holy places and objects think about how delicately and lovingly you work with sacred tools and spiritual guides this same veneration needs to be given to ourselves you need to do that for yourself the same way that you you know supplicate deities with things to delight them if you have an ancestor altar or what have you or giving offerings to a god you need to do those things for yourself allowing yourself to revel in your creativity and the desires are what manifest pleasure and this is the ultimate power of pussy this pleasure and power does not necessarily have to do with sex You can be abstinent, asexual, or celibate and still experience pleasure. Your pleasure consists of how turned on you are by your surroundings, your experiences, your very being. Because you are the main source of pleasure. You. I am the source of pleasure. Say it. I am the source of pleasure. I am the source of pleasure. And you know, some people tend to believe that if they have their uterus removed or damaged in some way, they're now cut off from the center of their divinity. And that is not true, my love. Because being born a woman gives you the innate, untouchable spiritual connection to the divine, to God, to the creator, to Allah, to the universe, to source. And you know what? You can never be disconnected from it. You only need to tap into the frequency like turning on the radio and tuning into whatever station you want to listen to. That's all you have to do. And there's so many tools along the way to get there. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast right now, you are here for a reason. You're listening to my voice for a reason. You finding me and following me, it implies that you were already releasing the patriarchal restrictions on womanhood that you were most likely raised with. The fact that you can hear my voice is proof that you are searching for the truth. And when you begin a journey and look back, regardless of how you were raised, you're going to realize all the answers were within you. All the answers are within you. I simply activated and awakened it. That's it. You know, you might have found yourself at some point seeking to soothe your anxiety, trying to understand or repress your mixed emotions through food, sex, drugs, alcohol, and whatever other fucking vices. You may have noticed issues with your reproductive systems, you know? And you're on this journey to truly understand your womanhood. You may feel like you're barely holding it together. You're surviving instead of thriving. You may find yourself constantly fucking comparing your life to another person, another woman, finding fault in them, finding fault in yourself. And this is common, but it's not permanent. You know why? Because you have taken the first step right here, listening to my voice. Letting these codes penetrate your body, your aura, your space energetically. And everything you seek is within you. All you need to do is have the right tools to help you excavate all the best parts of yourself. It's gonna take work, it's gonna take patience, but I will get you there and you will get there and it will be fucking glorious. So be gentle with yourself, remain open, take responsibility of yourself and your life and move forward with the intention that you will discover all the missing things from your life. You will find acceptance, forgiveness, stability, discernment, safety, confidence, clarity, freedom, truth, connection. Be gentle with yourself and I will talk to you all in the next episode of soul self be well my loves hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered I would appreciate if you could do an apple podcast review it takes less than 15 seconds forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit tag me on instagram and I will talk to you soon